15 onwards, we will meditate up to verse 26. But the key verses only we will take from this phase and uh, let's learn from the Word of God and let's try to apply it in our own life. Amen. Now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching, Jesus was teaching, that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out from every town of Galilee, Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Then behold, men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed, whom they sought to bring in and lay before him. And when they could not find how they might bring him in, because of the crowd, they went up on the housetop and let him down with his bed, through the tiling into the midst before Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said to him, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive, who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said to them, Why are you reasoning in your hearts, which is, which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Rise up and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the man who was paralyzed, to, I say to you, Arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. Immediately he rose up before them, took up what he had been lying on, departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed, and they glorified God, and were filled with fear, saying, We have seen strange things today. Amen. Amen. God bless the listening and the yearning and the preaching of the word of God. This is a passage where Jesus is in a place called Capernaum. And when Jesus was in the house, the Bible says there was a huge crowd trying to come inside the house. Mark chapter 2 says that every room was filled with people. And there was no place even outside the home, outside the, the road and all were packed. And everybody wanted to just listen to Jesus. Hallelujah. One thing I learned from this, where Jesus is, there the crowds will come. Hallelujah. And he was teaching that day. But I like to bring some points that the Lord put in my heart to share with you. And when look at the setting, look at the kind of people over there. And when there were Pharisees, as you uh, heard from verse 17, that there were Pharisees, there were teachers of the law, and when you come to verse 21, it says the scribes were also there. There were common people, there were teachers of the law, there were Pharisees, and there were different kind of people, common man, special man, educated man, you know, knowledgeable man, religious man, all kind of people over there. But there is one thing very clearly written over there which no one could figure out was there. And that is the power of the Lord was present to heal. Did you see that? The Spirit of God was present there to heal. Amen. Though there were so many people out there and everybody was looking and hearing Jesus, the beauty is that the Spirit of God was present in the meeting to heal someone. Hallelujah. But many people, they gathered over there 
Some people came to observe Jesus. Some people came to judge what he is speaking and to make some uh, issues out of it. Some people came to uh, observe him, listen to him, learn from him. But there was one special person over there and that person is also present over here today. And that is the Spirit of God was present to heal the people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So where Jesus is, let me tell you the good news. The Spirit of God is present to heal you. Amen. Every one of you need internal healing. Not physical. I'm talking about broken hearted healing. Amen. Many people hear many things, are wounded, are you know destroyed because of the things that go around them. The Spirit of God, whenever the Word of God is taught, Amen, the Spirit of God is there to heal. Hallelujah. Amen. And therefore it's very important that when we are in the presence of God, when we are reading the Word of God, when we are listening to the Word of God, Amen, always believe the presence of God is going to do that for you, which is the, your greatest need for today. Amen. Your greatest need for today will be that Lord heal me. Your greatest need be Lord speak to me. Your greatest need will be Lord do a miracle in my life. And let me give you a good news. The Spirit of God is present to manifest its power to all those who believe. Hallelujah. Amen. God amen, will present His power only to those who believe that He can do the impossible for you. Amen. So when they were all listening to Jesus, all looking at from different angles, hallelujah, I praise God. Amen. Praise God. There were four people who were not in the gathering, who were not inside. They knew that the Spirit of God is inside and He will heal today. Hallelujah. What did I learn from that? And many a time, we think that people outside have missed it. Many a time, people who have in, are inside don't have much faith. But I sometimes feel people who are outside, who have just come for the first time today, have more faith on the people who are inside and those people who are very close to Jesus. I'll give you an example. Jesus is walking with his disciples. And suddenly a lady comes and say, touches the hem of his garment and she gets healed. And Jesus turns around and says, somebody touched me. His own very disciple says that everyone, everyone is touching you. And you are saying, somebody touched me. Jesus said, power went out of me. Hallelujah. Power went out through Jesus to those person, to that person who believed that in touching this word, in understanding this word, in receiving this word, today I will get the power that will change my situation. How many of you will believe that? Today this word can change your situation of tomorrow. Amen. Today this word will encourage you to face your challenge tomorrow. Today this word, hallelujah, and you are in the presence of God. But all those who were in the presence of God couldn't realize that the Spirit of God is there. But there were four people outside who realized that today is the day of miracle for my friend. So it's important to understand this one thought. That where the Spirit of God is, there are miracles that can take place. Hallelujah. Amen. A similar thing, you know, because when we see a crowd, we sometimes get intimidated, you know. 
And Jesus is now with people who he knows are religious leaders, have only come to make some issue with water. So he's very careful in what he's teaching because there are people there who are looking at every, you know, sometimes you stand over here, you are also very afraid, you know. You are prepared very well at home, but when you look at the people and you forget all the message. Because then you are worried that people are going to listen to you. No, 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 no. And, when, you know, and you just miss out on very important points and you become, you know, a little bit worried when you're standing before the crowd. The Pharisees, the scribes, the religious leaders, the common people, everyone looking at Jesus and every room is filled. And when crowd is flowing in and Jesus is teaching. Praise God. And every time he taught, people always have, were offended. Every time he taught something, people always were offended. Praise God. They took it personal. They took it, you know, what is this? What is kind of teaching is this? What kind of teaching is this? What kind of teaching is this? It happened over here as well. Amen. Now Jesus was earlier in Nasrath. Nasrath, he went to a synagogue and he spoke something and they told him to leave Nasrath and go. So he comes and makes Capernaum his hometown now. And Capernaum being his hometown, people here also have a problem with him. Whenever he did a miracle, whenever he did something good, they said, Oh, isn't he the carpenter's son? We know him since childhood. I mean, how can he do this? We know him, we know him. And therefore the Bible says in Capernaum, he didn't do mighty miracles because of their unbelief. Which means to me, that if I believe, he can do mighty miracles. Amen. But if I think that, oh, it's the same Jesus that every day I meet him, you know, let me read some portion of the Bible and just meditate for some while and then go to work, no miracles can happen. But every day when we come to him, we come to him with a need, with a broken heart, with a hunger in the spirit. Lord, I know that you can do this for me. I know, Lord, that your presence will go ahead of me. I know, Lord, that the day is going to be a miraculous day because Jesus, you are alive and you are gone ahead of me. Amen. When you read the word of God, believe that the word can heal you. When you read the word of God, believe the word can change the way you think, change the way you see situations, change the way you judge, you analyze, you, 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 you see things. I mean, everything will change when you allow God to bring the change inside of you. Amen. You cannot allow God to do miracle with your faith level so low. You need to bring up your faith and ask God, Lord, I am here to see your miracle happening in my life. I mean, we have seen cancer leaving body. We have seen COVID patients getting healed by the power of prayer. We have seen mighty miracles that the Lord has done. And for Him, everything is so easy. People get amazed. But for God, miracles are easy things for Him to do. If He wants to see only one thing from each one of us, and that is faith. We need to bring our faith up to that level. Amen. So this event over here, we see that there are people around, amen, but Jesus is present over here, but there are four people who are not present over there, amen, and they believe that today the Spirit of God is going to heal, amen. And I believe people who carry the Word of God, people who speak the Word of God, people who are the servants of the Almighty God, God has also given them the Spirit to go out and heal someone in Jesus' name. How many of you believe that? Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Because the anointing is from the Holy Spirit. So when you preach the word of God, deliverances are taking place. When you listen to the word of God, 
deliverances are taking place. Hallelujah. When you come in the presence of God, you expect great things because you don't serve a small God, you serve a big God. Amen. Amen. And a big God does big things. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So you need to believe today that the Spirit of God is present over here and He will do great and mighty things yet again. Amen. Amen. Verse number, Amen. if we go further down, there are a few things over here that will go to the Lord's table. Verse 19. And when they could not find out how they might bring him in, because of the crowd, they went up to the house top and let down with his bed through the tiling in the midst of Jesus. Now Jesus is inside the house. Four people bring their friends who is paralyzed along with his bed. And these four people have a great faith that today their friend will be healed. Amen. That is why people of God, it's very important to bring a friend to the church. Hallelujah. Because looking at your faith, the Lord will heal your friend. It is important to bring your friend's need to the church. Amen. And ask the church to pray. Amen. I've done so many times for my clients. I brought it and given it to the prayer chain. And you all have prayed and we have seen the hand of God working miracles. Amen. So these four friends... I can imagine this man, yesterday was some match, right? Some, some football match, Milan won or something like that. No, not. Okay, some people had betted on some team and they went down there. Oh, praise God. So, so, I can imagine this paralytic patient at his home, you know, watching TV, uh, lying on his bed, enjoying because either he can, he can only lie down and, you know, use his remote and watch TV. I'm just, you know, using my imagination. And these four friends coming to him and saying, hey, come on kids, let's get up. Jesus has come. Jesus has come back to the hometown. Amen. Today is the day of your healing. And he might have thought and he might have said them, said them you know, oh, nothing is going to happen. You know, I've been lying in this bed for many years. You know, it's not going to take place. Let me watch the match and let me... You know, we love to... We sometimes get accustomed to the situation that we are going through. Self-pity comes in and we think that no miracles are going to take place. God does not love me. Let me live the way I'm living and let me die like that. But these four friends, they were more aggressive. Their faith was more than our faith. Amen. They said, no, today we are taking you. You know what they did? They picked up his bed. They didn't pick him. Because he still wanted to lie down. Hallelujah. How many of you had to wake up your husband or your wife in the morning? It's Sunday morning. Get up, get up. Praise the Lord. Don't raise your hands. Some people woke up at 7 last week. Hallelujah. Curtain was very dark. So Pastor, we didn't realize the days. That's okay. But they, they were the first to come to the church anyway. So I, I love that part. Praise God. Amen. So... This man was not ready to get up his bed. And he thought, let me be over here. You people go to the meeting. Pray for me over there. You know, and I will be healed over there. I said, no, nothing doing. Get up, get up, brother. Get up. There's enough place in the bus today. Amen. There's a transport that has come right to your building today. Come on, brother. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Amen. He was not willing to come. They took bed. They lifted up the bed. And this man had no option. He was lying on the bed. And he came to the prayer meeting and he saw the crowd. The crowd is all full. Even outside the people is there. Every room is filled. And he might have thought, okay, the crowd is full. Some other day, let's go and meet Jesus. But today, let's go. My match is going to get over. This man had no faith. 
But these four people who brought him had faith. I'm trying to tell you, your faith is going to bless someone. Hallelujah. Amen. Your faith is what God is looking at. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So don't complain. Amen. But just have faith in God. Amen. So they bring, amen, and they're not able to bring this man inside. And he's saying, he might be saying that on his bed. See, I told you. See, I told you. See, I told you. I was good at home. Now I'm becoming a, you know, joke in front of everyone. Lying in the bed and outside on the street, everybody's watching him. Praise God. But these four people of faith, I commend their faith. You know what they did? Amen. They saw a ladder going to the rooftop of this house inside which Jesus is there. Amen. And imagine four people taking up a bed to the ladder. How could it happen? Amen. I'm telling you the two people behind would have to have the maximum load. And the two people walking up, they have to be very careful. They have to walk synchronized. Amen. Little mistake here and there and this guy from the bed will get tossed. And you can imagine what will happen to that man. Amen. So these people have to be very careful. Very careful. They don't do this every day. Correct? They don't do this every day. So they have to be very careful. But they are full of faith. I'm telling you, let challenges not diminish your faith. Amen? Let problems not diminish your faith. You may have to do something extraordinary to receive the extraordinary from God. Hallelujah. God watches your faith from the time you woke up today morning. How many of you woke up by saying, Oh, it's Sunday. Or how many of you woke up and said, Oh, it is Sunday. Let's go to church. Hallelujah. Three people were building a building. Three people were working on a building. So a man came and asked them, What are you doing? She said, Can't you see I'm putting bricks? He asked the other guy, what are you doing? Can't you say I'm making a wall? He asked the third guy, what are you doing? He said, I am building a church. He's already seen the end while he's also putting the same work in place. Amen. So again, the question is, today morning, how many of you were excited? I will be going to church. Yesterday evening, how many of you were excited? Tomorrow is Sunday. Yesterday evening, I and my wife, we came home by 12, 12. 15 or something like that. Amen. But we were excited. Excited. And we woke today morning at 5 o'clock. Today is church. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. To God be the glory. We carry all our blessings because of these reasons. And you may be wondering, Pastor, God loves you very much. No. God is the same God who loves you also very much. Hallelujah. He's the same God. He's not respectful for any persons. Amen. Praise God. So these... Four brothers, okay? I just want these four brothers in the church. I'm telling you, this church will grow like anything. Look around you. Do you find this brother? Sister seated around you? They are, they are, they are, they are. You just need to wake them up. Come on, let's go up to the rooftop. <laughs> Some other time. Some other time. Amen. It's like, you know, you enter into a, you're trying to enter into a Zoom meeting and you don't know the password. Okay? So these people brought the paralyzed friend, but they cannot enter into the meeting because they don't know the password. They don't know the way to get it. But they are more smarter than us. I mean, even if link comes to us three times, four times, five times, last moment somebody asks us, link, send the link. It was already sent. 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. These four, their faith made them see the ladder. Hallelujah. 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 The man lying down, he couldn't see the ladder. Praise God. Amen. People inside, people outside, they saw four friends bring this man on the bed. But the crowd, I want to see. You be there. No. No courtesy, no road, no, no, no place to go in. Amen. Praise God. You can imagine all the challenges they might have faced. I'm just giving you the imagination of it. But they said, today is the day that the Lord has made. We will go back rejoicing and be glad in it. How many of you have decided to go back that day to that way today? Hallelujah. I don't know what your medical report was last week. I don't even care what your boss spoke to you last week. But I know one thing for sure. You will go back with your miracle today. If you have come with that expectation, you will walk out with that today. Hallelujah. Because Jesus is the same yesterday, today and for ever. Hallelujah. If he did there, he's going to do it over here today. Amen. And he's looking for those four people. And those four people were not inside. They were outside. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And those four people, they saw the ladder. Hallelujah. Amen. Jacob saw the ladder in his vision. But these people saw the ladder without the vision. With their eyes. Amen. And they said, here is the ladder. We will go up. Oh my God. When was the last time you went up with the bed? Somebody lying on the bed on the ladder. Do you have any experience? I don't have any experience. Do you have the strength? I don't have any strength. But we fall out there, no? He might have asked more questions, the one lying on the bed. At least he can talk. <laughs> Guys, are you sure? <laughs> it's my life on stake. And we sometimes have to tell people who are sick, we have to tell them, don't believe in medicines, believe in the word of God. He said, yeah, I believe, I believe. And then <laughs> Both the things happen. We give the word. Which is more powerful than the pill. Praise God. But the pill and the word if both go pastor, any problem? No problem. That's your faith. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. So this man may have had a lot of questions, but these people's faith were like strong tower. Amen. They that trust in the Lord, the Bible says, are like Mount Zion. They will not be moved. We easily move. Wind blows from here, we move. Wind blows from here, you move. Every doctrine comes, we say, Amen. Amen. We are so easily shaken. Hallelujah. To certain circumstances and situations. But today, I'm telling you something that will build your faith. Hallelujah. Amen. They decided it is Jesus inside. And today, we will present the case to Jesus. And that is what you need to do today. You must present your cases to Jesus. And he's present over here. You must just say in your heart, Lord, I have come into your presence. And I will go back with the power of healing that comes in my body in Jesus' name. Amen. So these four friends now start seeing them. Getting up to the ladder. Amen. Managing somehow. And the crowd may be seeing, outside the crowd is seeing something is happening over here. And these four friends somehow will reach the roof. Those days the roof were built of hay and mud and dry stuff. So they then that's that start. Then the next process is how to put this bed through the roof inside 
the place house where Jesus is. You know, these people are not diggers. They are not workers of those kinds. But you know what they did? They started with their hand removing the soil of the roof. Hallelujah. Some things you need to work upon. Amen. To reach to Jesus today. Even if that means to dirty your hands. Even if that means to pay some money to bring some friend to the church. You need to use your, you know, your shirts, your clothes may all get dirty. Amen. Praise God. Because you are trying to bring people to the church. You are driving. You are picking up people. You are calling up people. You are calling your phone. All your balances is getting over and everything is there. All that is what is happening over here. Amen. They are now digging the roof. Amen. And they have to dig the roof to the size of the bed. Praise the Lord. Amen. And while they are doing, imagine inside what is happening. Some mud is falling. Hallelujah. Praise God. And that is where the attention of Jesus. Today, let me tell you, Jesus' attention is happening on those people who are attentive, who have faith and who believe this is the day of my miracle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. This teaching is going on, but something is coming upon him. Hallelujah. Today, let your songs of praise, let your prayer be so much in faith that it brings attention of Jesus towards you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It is not the instruments that touch the heart of God, but it is your faith that will touch the heart of God. It is not the things that you bring will touch the heart of God, but it is you, your attitude that will touch the heart of God today. Amen. They, they have missed the message, but they have not missed Jesus. Hallelujah. They exactly know where Jesus is standing. Do you know exactly where Jesus is today? Hallelujah. Some people think Jesus is in the church for the first two hours of the service. And after the service gets over, benediction is over, Jesus goes, now we can do whatever we want to do. And the next time they find to want to see Jesus, they come back to church. Hallelujah. This is the knowledge that some people carry, that Jesus is only in the church. No, Jesus wants to be with you all the time. Jesus wants to walk with you to your office. Jesus wants to walk with you into your situations that you are in, into your pain, in your trouble, in your problems that you are in. And He will change the situation because you carry Jesus along with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So these people, amen, they, might, they must have had to put their ears on the floor to see where the sound is coming exactly. Where is Jesus exactly? You need to be very attentive. You need to be very attentive to the word of God. Even while reading the word of God, you must have to be attentive that God is trying to speak to me something. Don't read it like a poetry. Don't read it like a prose. Don't read it like a novel. Don't read it like a newspaper and go home and sleep. No, no, no. You need to be so attentive that Jesus is trying to speak to me through this passage. What is he trying to speak to me? Where is he? 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 And they found where he is and they picked that spot and the Bible says that they presented their friend in front of Jesus hallelujah not to Peter not to Apostle John not to any other hallelujah they presented their friend to Jesus. Hallelujah. Today your friend might have gone to specialist to the doctors. Tell him, I have a greater specialist for you. I have a greater one for you. I want to present him to you. Hallelujah. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. You might have gone to many people and have lost your money, your hope, your time and everything gone. But today I present you Jesus and in his presence there is fullness of joy. 
Hallelujah! 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 Amen. Now these four people are still in the roof. They with the rope, they are putting this person down, 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 down. And no one can see these four people, but everybody can see their faith. Ours is the opposite. Everybody sees us, but not our faith. Hallelujah. Why is this hallelujah missing in between? I don't know. You must say hallelujah. Yes, Pastor, this for me. There's no problem in that. Praise God. You know? Nobody can see these four people. But everybody can see their faith. Hallelujah. Let the people in this world see your faith. And your faith producing action. Hallelujah. Rather than just carry a name, name tag of a Christian. They had faith and now they are showing their faith in action. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And this friend is coming down in the presence of Jesus. Amen. And Jesus did shout at them. Huh? Oh, in the middle of the meeting, what is going on? Oh, no, no, no. Hallelujah. We have that problem. Order should go in the order. The Holy Spirit tells you, no, 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 no. We have an order. Jesus didn't say anything. My God. The message stopped there. It was time for action. Somebody say time for action. Hallelujah. Time for action. Let me tell you people of God, these are days of action. Hallelujah. We have heard enough of the word of God. It is time that you go out and do some action in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Your action by faith will bring glory to Jesus. Amen. He was teaching that day. But teaching ministry changed into healing ministry because of four people who came in faith. Hallelujah. It could be intercession, it could be teaching ministry, it could be evangelism, it could be any other apostolic ministry. But every ministry, the Lord can bring healing depending upon the people with the heart that they are sitting over there. Hallelujah. Jesus stopped his teaching and he was not upset with it. Are we ready as ministers to stop our preaching if Jesus suddenly comes and says, I want to take over the meeting? As ministers, are we ready? I mean, to stop and Jesus says, stop and start ministering to people. Hallelujah. Something I learned. Praise God. Let's learn from Jesus. And he says to this person, Amen. After the Bible says, when he saw their faith, verse 20, he said to him, when he saw their faith, he said to him, Man, your sins are forgiven. Now this man's sickness was because of his sins. Sins can bring sickness is what this word teaches me. Continuing in sins can bring in sickness into the body. And even if you try to heal your body using all the Ayurvedas, all the other homeopathy, all the English medicines, nothing will happen. The word teaches me here one thing. Your sins are the root cause of your sickness. Hallelujah. So where is the root cause? Sin. Amen. And what are we trying to treat? The problem. We are not understanding the root cause of problem is that I don't understand God. The root cause of the problem is that I need a change. The root cause of the problem is that I need to change the way I th see things. 
The root cause of the problem is my prayerlessness. The root cause of the problem is that I don't have a connection, I have a relationship with God. I mean, the root cause we don't understand, but we are trying to heal the symptoms. Is what this teaches me. But when he is presented, Bible says Jesus didn't look at his faith. Jesus looked at their faith. Hallelujah. Teaches me something that nothing is impossible for my God if your faith is bigger than your problem. If your faith is bigger than your problem, it is not impossible for Jesus to deliver you from that problem. He looked at their faith and he looked at this man and he said, your sins, your sins. So first, which is the biggest need that I'm asking you now, question? Which is the biggest need of your life? We come to know that. What is the biggest need of life? Forgiveness of our If you continue to do sins, sins will become infirmity. Infirmity will become, sins will become iniquity. Iniquity will become infirmity. And that will become some kind of sickness that never will leave your body. And your body is supposed to be the temple of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. 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 Glory be to God. Today tell that sickness. In Jesus name come out. I am free. I am saved from my sins because of the blood of Jesus. Confess your sins and ask for remission of your sins. Repent and the Lord will heal your sins. Amen. Deliver you from your sins. And when that is done, Amen, God will deliver you from the pain and the trouble that has come because of sins. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the real need was not healing. The real need was forgiveness. Today many of us need forgiveness. Amen. And that comes only by coming to Jesus. And so Jesus looks at the real need and he says, Man, your sins have been forgiven. And this is again offended many people as you see. But Jesus says one more question over here to those people who got offended. And Jesus looks at them, which is easier to say, verse 23. Your sins are forgiven you or to rise up and walk. Can I ask you this question, which is easier? Which is easier to say for you? To someone? Rise up and walk or your sins are forgiven? Correct? Oh, you yeah, all have a mixed opinion, huh? oh, yeah? Praise God. The greatest need for someone is you go to them and say, I forgive you of your sins. I forgive you what you did for me. I forgive you. I forgive you. I have nothing in my heart for you. Is it easier? Or is this easier to go and raise somebody who is lying down in a paralytic condition and say, rise up and walk? This is what Jesus was saying. The greatest need is that you go out and say someone, I have forgiven you. I love you. The moment you say that, he is full of joy. Amen. Amen. Difficult is the healing part, which is God's work. Easy for man is to forgive each other. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he puts this question, what is easier for you? You must forgive. You must forgive. And the moment you forgive someone, that person, the Lord will heal that person. Amen. This is what I learned from this. So always have a forgiving heart. 
Amen. Let me go quickly. We're running out of time. Praise God. Amen. He says then to him, I say to you, arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. Immediately he rose up before them, took up what he had been lying up on, and departed to his home house, glorifying God. Underline that word, glorifying God. Amen. Hallelujah. And they were all amazed, and they all, everyone there in that room, glorified God, and they said, we have seen strange things today. This man was not allowed entry because of the crowd. He's the first person to walk up and go between that crowd outside. This man who couldn't come in, in lying bed, is walking out, amen, on his legs before a crowd that would not allow him to come in. Amen. Amen. You may have entrances in your life. You may have challenges in your life. But your faith will open a door that all those who have made you stop not going in, they will see you walking soon in Jesus' name. All those who left hope about you, your life, they will see you walking and glorifying God. This man, they saw going up on the bed, but coming out of the prayer meeting, he was walking and glorifying God. Let that be your situation from today onwards in Jesus' name. Let that be your life in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. I praise God for those people who brought you to church today. They have completed their part, but now it is your part to receive Jesus, to receive this word for your life. You will go out before them. Hallelujah. And I'll tell you who were the happiest person that day. Those four people who were not seen by the crowd. Those four people were the happiest out there. Praise be to God. That is what will happen in heaven. When we all go to heaven, the happiest people will be those people who brought you to the Lord and you are in heaven today. Hallelujah. Praise God. That is the greatest reward, right? For bringing souls to Jesus. Amen. That is the greatest joy. Their name may not appear in newspaper. That's okay. Their name may not be taken in the vote of thanks. That's okay. Their name may not be printed in any flyer. That's okay. But because of their faith, one person came to the body of Christ. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. The same Spirit of God is present today to heal. Amen. It's only up to you. Amen. Lord, I need this in my body. I need this, a change in my way I think. I will bring someone to the church every time I come next time. I will bring someone who meets me during the week and says, Hallelujah, his condition is getting bad and worse. I will bring him to church. Lord, lead me to such people who are of broken heart and who need a change, a diversion in their life. And I will bring them to you. I'm not saying necessarily bring them to, to Shekinah Revival. Bring them to any church. Every church is the church of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Take them to Jesus. Take them to a place where you see Jesus every time. And bring them there. And God will see your faith and heal that person. God will see your faith. Hallelujah. And deliver that person. May God bless you with these words. But today, have that hope. Amen. I am in the presence of Jesus. And while I am listening to this word, the same my paralytic spiritual condition is getting healed.